Hello and welcome to Design Bee, where we share the stories of creative women who dance to the beat of their own drum. We hope you come away uplifted, inspired, and encouraged to go for it. I'm laughing because I have a special guest here today. Hey everybody, it's your friend Clint C. Money Coons. Clint C. Money Coons in the flesh. Today we have a very special episode with my very favorite person. We're going to do just a quick episode. Last episode before Christmas break, we're going to take the month of December off and then come back in January. So today we're going to be talking about New Year's resolutions tips. I'm very excited to be here. Honored, really. We're excited to have you, Clint. So, <laughs> so this is the uh, one, two, third time we've recorded this episode. Yeah, yep, third time's a charm. So we're gonna get it. <laughs> we had some technical difficulties last time. Was the day I got in a little car accident. <laughs> Well, <laughs> well, I wasn't in the car. Tell the people the truth. Um, I left the car in reverse. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> and it was a nightmare and it was a rough day. So this is a much better day to record anyway. So let's get started. Let's do it. Oh, rapid fire. Let's go. But you have to do it fast. Okay. This time, this is going to be like our first actual rapid fire where I'm just going to ask a question really fast and Clint's just going to answer really fast. First thing that comes to mind, do you have a lot of questions or the typical three? We ask more than the same three, sir. It just seems like maybe you only get through three, but I, I enjoy it. So yeah, let's go. Okay. They will be coming from the top of my head. Are you ready? Yes. Celebrity crush. Taylor Swift. What? What? <laughs> I love Taylor Swift, but I've never in my life heard you say that. I'm just going, I'm just going top of mind. No filter. If you could go anywhere in the world right this second, where would you go? Caribbean. On a boat. On a boat. Okay. Favorite subject in high school? Math. Let's get at it. Yeah, you were good at it. It was like Idaho rural boy good at it. So <laughs> I didn't. Why, why you got the boy in? <laughs> it matters. <laughs> All right, let's go. Favorite movie as a kid? Oh, um, Mighty Ducks, the cartoon version, the series. Oh. That's it's like, not a movie, but. You said show, right? I guess it's a movie. Oh, movie? Uh, Lion King as a. Young whippersnapper. Favorite store? Costco. Right now it's Costco. Out of all the stores? Yeah. Favorite store to buy clothes? Costco. <laughs> <laughs> Sweats? <laughs> Sweats that last two weeks? No. They're extremely well made. <laughs> Not the best quality. No. Favorite season? Summer. Fall? Maybe summer. I don't know. Yeah, let's go with summer. Favorite summer activity? Golf. Easy. Favorite plant? 
<laughs> plant spruce tree i don't know <laughs> spruce it up landscaping sponsored this by. episode is sponsored by <laughs> clint's wearing a spruce it up sweatshirt that's his dad's landscaping company okay <laughs> good job Some of those that's fun even surprised me <laughs> me too taylor swift huh wow yeah, i don't know it's just first thing that came to mind i would probably say like i don't know rachel mcadams yeah or um no the oh gal no the eternals lady um oh what's her name eternals and she's astrid on crazy rotations i just barely learned her name and now i've forgotten it she's so beautiful okay let's get on to as beautiful as lauren yeah Mm -hmm. okay uh (laughs) Do you want to go first or should I? We're just kind of kind of go back and forth and share our tips for New Year's resolutions. We should put a footnote here and say that we have disclaimer. Um, we have no credentials to be talking about this, but mm-hmm. we're just trying to, you know, share little tidbits. I'd say our only credentials are that we enjoy setting goals and we accomplish them like. Ten percent of the time, <laughs> twenty-four at least. Twenty-four. I do love setting goals, though. I have a stack of old journals next to me with New Year's resolutions, going back to like first grade. Yep. I actually read some of them in the last episode that we recorded that didn't actually work, but they weren't that interesting, so I'm not going to do that again. <laughs> yeah. We learned a lot of things that. We just don't need to say, so hopefully this will be <laughs> short and sweet. There was, they, it just wasn't as fun as you think of kids' goals would be. It was like, be nice. <laughs> yeah, I think to summarize it, it's like... It was Standing like, back tuck in high school. Oh, yeah, the younger one was like, watch TV, ask mom what to do, do it, and then do whatever I want. Wake up was first on the to-do list. That, that was just like a daily to-do list. Anyway, I love goals. I love a good list. I'm a little obsessed with lists. And I think it's fun to talk about. That's pretty much it. So, Clint, would you start us off with your first tip for setting New Year's resolutions slash goals? Yes, my first tip is understanding yourself and the things you like and dislike and just how you operate um, is important. And the better you get it that like self-awareness i think the better your goals are going to be so yeah maybe an example of this um has to do with we've been talking a lot over the last couple years about our enneagram numbers and what that means and um lauren and i have like gone back and forth read the book mostly and and i think we're, we're at a good spot of where we know what motivates us what we shy away from what you know things that work for us and so yeah yeah it's been really helpful in our relationship and I would agree that it is very helpful in setting goals um like for me I'm a Enneagram 7 so I love trying new things and I go a little crazy on the things that I commit to So it's been helpful to me in understanding that about myself and 
keeping more disciplined in saying no to things and keeping my lists smaller so I can set myself up for success a little more. Yeah, and I'd say with my Enneagram being nine, uh, which is the peacemaker, I don't like to disrupt like my schedule or, or, you know, do things that are like crazy or outside my comfort zone uh, too much. So I guess my goals need to be like, have that in mind at least. So sometimes I need to realize like, well, I should try harder here, um, even though I won't like it, or I should do less of this and like do this more gradually over time. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And that can be something tricky too with another thing about sevens is we shy away from uncomfortable uh, situations, anything uncomfortable or like uncomfortable feelings and like try and keep things light and positive. So it can be hard for me setting goals sometimes in knowing when to push myself and challenge myself and still like not force something that's just not me and just not going to play to my strength, you know? Yeah, for sure. That's not a tip. That's just if you feel that way, you're not alone (laughs) (laughs) because I don't really have any advice about that. Yeah, the other thing I'd say about, you know, knowing yourself um, is also when you're setting goals, you should really um, recognize how much value you have and how important you are and, um, you know, how much potential you have so you don't sell yourself short Um, because I, you know, I'm a big believer that we all have crazy amount of worth and and, uh, we so I think that we should not shy away from big, important things. And then also avoid things that are, they, they might, I don't know, that they might seem important, but really aren't in the long run. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just this idea. If you know who you are and you know what you stand for, then maybe you can avoid certain goals or gravitate towards better goals. Yeah, that's good. I think it's also important to know when to quit (laughs) which sounds is that your your first tip yes that's my first tip know when to quit so this is something i've been self-conscious about is that i get like way too much satisfaction in quitting (laughs) because It's it's like a weight off your shoulders and it opens i like the thought of having like the door open to something else like I'm done with this and I can move on to the next thing which I'll be honest is actually a big weakness of mine but sometimes it can be a strength because going down the wrong path and focusing too much on the wrong goal is just as bad as not setting goals at all I would say yeah for sure and sort of beating the dead horse on something that really isn't just a terrible visual (laughs) true um anyway yeah i just think it's important to know when to quit and not beat yourself up too much when know when to throw in the towel and move on to something else and back to kind of what i was saying if you know like your long run 
path, some goals are just like small things and quitting them is not a big deal, you know? Yeah. And it's not worth, um, they're in the big picture. They don't matter. Yeah. And, but we get in our heads, like, if I don't do this, I am blah. And, and it's really like, no, like, you know, you can walk away from that and it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Also quitting, you know, if your goal is to quit something and that's really harmful or addictive or, you know, damaging to yourself, the other thing is, you know, if you like relapse or and you fail and you don't make it all the way and do it perfectly, um, just know like that's not a time to quit and you're not a failure, but you know, like it's okay to, to start over, I guess is yeah. what I'm trying to say there. Yeah. Like focus on the journey and the progress rather than the finish line. Yeah. That's another tip of mine. Is it okay if I skip you? Yeah. <laughs> Celebrate wins along the way and set goals that are going to be fulfilling to work towards because those big moments that we have in our minds of like, this is the thing. When I get here, I will have arrived and this is what will make me successful. Those moments are awesome and amazing, but they're fleeting. And once you get there, you're just going to wonder what's next. And like life is made up of the journey to getting to those moments. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I think like you said that life, I think it was designed in a way where we have to celebrate those small wins. Like we, if we don't, then we're just missing out on a lot of good opportunities. So one example of that is like, and you do a good job of reminding me of this is when we go hiking, I just want to get to the top. Like I just want to finish and, and have that like moment of being done and checking it off. But, uh, Lauren constantly reminds me of like to enjoy the hike, enjoy, you know, the views on the way up and, and the, the fun of it while it's happening. And so, yeah, that's, that's something I have to remind myself constantly. I don't do naturally. And I feel like you do it naturally just cause you're, you're a fun, happy go lucky person. I try to, I try to be present. You said that so serious. <laughs> you're so fun. I know. I am. Yes. That is, <laughs> that is a strength of mine. <laughs> But ultimately, you know, there's a lot of bad, sad things going on around of us, but we, we need to uh, appreciate the good along the way or, you know. Yeah, this is getting really deep. Um. <laughs> so my next point is write your goals down on a piece of paper. <laughs> To lighten things up a little <laughs> and put them on your bathroom mirror or somewhere you'll see them every day. So would you, what is your favorite medium for writing things down? Like as a designer, like do you use two millimeter uh, mechanical pencils or? <laughs> <laughs> mechanical pencils. Gotta be pen, first of all. I love to have a good planner i'm a planner junkie a little bit i love my 
rad and happy planner you'll have to check it out not sponsored but i would like it to be (laughs) anyway uh (laughs) i love my rad and happy planner because it's not dated you just so you don't waste any pages if you have like an off week where you don't want to make to-do lists that day um as for my favorite thing to write with whatever i can find laying around that the kids have not stolen yeah i pretty much just carry my planner with me around the house every day and yeah i don't like to do this no the reason is is because i don't like to be told what to do and i feel like a to-do list is just that micromanager boss that i just don't want to have (laughs) (laughs) you don't even want to listen to yourself yeah (laughs) especially myself i do that too actually if my to-do list is too long i like rebel against myself like i don't have to do that i'm an adult you can't tell me what to do (laughs) but so i i do really try and only add things to my to-do list that need to be done or i know i'm going to want to do it otherwise yeah and that, i think that's a good point it's like if the things that you wouldn't just naturally do so i write those things down there's things that i like things you don't want to forget and i'm going to do them and i don't need to remind myself but there are things that like i have to do that i just you know don't want to yeah like health insurance you yeah. gotta like figure that out for next year and i just don't want to so if i don't put it on a list and see it every day then I'll, I'll just not do it yeah i have to write things like that down or else it gets pushed out of my brain because i don't want it there that's for like day-to-day to-do lists though but for new year's resolutions oh yeah that's the top <laughs> so one year for my new year's resolution i had a list not like a list of things to do but i just sort of jotted down everything I wanted more of that year and everything I wanted less of that year. So pretty much everything that came to my mind, like more music, more one-on-one time with the kids, more pottery, more painting, and then less screen time, less sugar, things like that. And I kept that on my bathroom mirror. It was really awesome because I would, it would just keep me, I would just read it every now and then and remember how I want my big picture life to look like when I'm making day-to-day decisions and planning my day. If you guys haven't checked out Skillshare yet, you need to. You can learn about pretty much any creative field from the best of the best. And one thing I love about Skillshare is that you don't have to pay per class. You just get a membership and you have access to all of their classes. And it's self-paced, so you can start as many classes as you want. You don't have to finish anything. You can jump around. If you want to brush up on any of your skills or learn something new, Skillshare is a really great place to do that. You can get 40% off an annual membership at the link in our show notes. And while I have your attention, I wanted to remind you about our design contract template that is on sale right now. If you go to designbeatpodcast.com slash contract and use the code BLACKFRIDAY at checkout, you can get it for 50% off. This deal has been going for the entire month of November. 
but it will end in one week. So that's designbeatpodcast.com slash contract code Black Friday at checkout. Thank you, Ruby, for helping me with those sound effects. I think I, we didn't talk about this at the beginning, but did you even set New Year's resolutions this year for 2021? No, I don't think I did. I don't, I wasn't feeling it either, which I always am. But I did do a mantra this year. The past few years I've done mantras. This year was focus on the good. Last year was focus and finish. I have a focus problem. <laughs> uh, year before that was listen. Okay, so that ties into one of my tips. So I think sometimes your goals should be like compasses. And sometimes your goals should be like like a turn-by-turn GPS where those mantras are more like a compass and it's not really telling you what you're specifically going to do, but it helps you go in the way, like the direction, the general direction that you want to go. Whereas if you have like a GPS turn by turn goal, then it's going to be, you know, very specific and measurable. And those things that you hear are like smart goals all the time, you know? So yeah, I do think those compass goals are really important though, because I love, like everything that Clayton Christensen has written and he has a book, uh, how will, how will you measure your life? And he talks about like, no one sets out a strategy to like, to get divorced and have their kids hate them. Right. Like that's not their strategy, but so, so many times people live in a way that those are the outcomes and it's because they're, you know, they're not checking themselves and they're doing like those short term instant gratification activities but they're neglecting like the long-term relationships and the, the more important, heavier type family, friend, uh, health things that they need to put time into. Yeah. And those things I have to remember to put on my daily to-do list sometimes. Like I have to put play with the kids on my to-do list or else I will let the other things take over. Yeah, which in his book, he talks about those things like give you higher return in the short run. But like, you know, I can go work and and make some money really quick or I can go play basketball with my kid. And, you know, I'm not going to see like a return from that for years and years and years versus going and working. But so if you're just focused on like the here and now, what's going to get me the most, you can really end up... um, in the end with something you don't want, like a kid that doesn't like you and, you know, so great book would recommend. He's way smarter than I am, obviously, but (laughs) (laughs) I'll put in the show notes. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just really good. So I think that's kind of the compass things to add to our GPS goals as well. I notice myself doing that a lot with money too. Like you said, it's easy to measure if I put this much time into this project, I'll make this much money. Mm -hmm. And so then I'll sometimes feel guilty doing things that aren't making money, especially where I work for myself and do freelance. It can be hard for me to compartmentalize and value things that aren't making money that I'm spending my time on during the day. Yeah. Yeah. And I can... It just goes back to why are we doing the things we're doing, you know? Like if we forget why we have work and jobs, 
um, and those become the ends rather than like the means to the end, then mm-hmm. I think we can um, end up in a situation where we didn't really want to be in in the beginning. Yeah. Would you lighten this up a little bit? Yes. <laughs> so going along with learning what motivates you and knowing your personality find ways to reward yourself along the way that are like specific to you like for example I'm very motivated by watching tv at the end of the day and like at the beginning of the day I think when I'm not motivated or the witching hour of three or four o'clock when I'm so tired is that what that's called the witching hour I mean, that's what we call it. It's it's a thing people say. It sounds right. Like the title, like (laughs) I don't know, kind of spooky. Yeah, (laughs) it's I I get pretty scary at that hour. So I think, like, what do I want to feel at the end of the day? And I want to feel tired. I want to feel like I worked really hard that day, and I want to feel ready to watch my show because when I've been watching TV all day it doesn't feel that great to end the day watching TV so pretty much to summarize think since we're talking New Year's resolutions think how do you want to feel at the end of the year what do you want your life to look like how do you want it to feel and use that to motivate yourself and reward yourself at the end of the year yeah or whatever timeline you put on it right like yeah yeah, because it might not, your resolutions might not be for the whole year. In fact, this year I was thinking I want to do one every month and just doing small things like a certain amount of water or doing something for 10 minutes every day. Set those rewards for yourself. TV and treats are my preferences. What are yours? My rewards? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't think I'm very good at that. I just thought of another thing. Sorry. Andy J. Pizza, Creative Pep Talk podcast. We talk about him all the time. But so he has ADHD, which I also have. And he talks about how it's really, really hard to focus and do things that you don't want to do when you have ADHD. So he talked about doing taxes And you know how doing taxes is nearly impossible for me. You've seen this. Dark, dark place. Mm -hmm. So, but what he does is he pairs something that he knows is going to be nearly impossible for, for him. And he pairs it with something he enjoys. So he says he actually does his taxes in the bath because he loves to take baths. And he, that's like something he, he likes to do all the time and enjoys. And I do that with dishes. I hate doing dishes, but I pair it with a podcast or an audiobook. Yeah. And it actually makes me look forward to it. Yeah, that's really smart. Hack. Hack. If there's something you really don't want to do, oh, pair it with guys. something you love. You got to hear Lauren's hack when it comes to chicken nuggets and fries. <laughs> Um, my last t- tidbit tip is to ask others to join in. So if you have a goal that it makes sense for other people to join in, and and I think you need to be careful. Sometimes you don't want to like jump the gun and 
invite people to join something with you that you're really like, I don't know, a week later really upset that you did and then they get upset that you left and anyways. And you have to let them down. Yeah, so I think you be careful, but if you can invite other someone else to join in, it really has helped me. So specifically, the last couple months, I've been working out with a friend in the morning. And so he like waits. Well, he's expecting me at, you know, 620 in the morning. So that just accountability has made it so I haven't missed a time. You're not going to let him down. Yeah. But as so... You know, the opposite of that is if I were just doing it by myself, I I would just like not go some days, you know. And, mm-hmm. and I do the same thing with that friend's wife. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really good time. Shout out to the Maguires. Hey, Maguires. Yeah. And make sure that, like you were saying, make sure it's something that you do want to commit to before finding somebody to be accountable to. We talked about this last time we recorded. <laughs> It doesn't make me feel like I am letting someone down if I say I'm going to do something on social media. Like if I post a story, it's like, I'm committing to do this thing. I don't think that anyone cares if I do it. Yeah. So that doesn't work very well for me. But like working out in the morning, I'm not going to not show up when I tell somebody I'll be somewhere at a certain time. Yeah. So I think, you know, having a real life person with with you doing something or yeah just having meetings like once a week there's been a lot of to work as a software developer and i've had a couple of friends who when they're looking to get hired i'll meet with them once a week and just ask them hey what'd you do this week and you know is there any way that i can help you and i think them knowing that like i'm gonna ask them that question helps when you know when applying to jobs can be really boring and just not exciting or even kind of um, discouraging. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any other tips? Just, uh, you know, go go forward, um, go for it, be uplifted, be inspired. Stay cool. Design beat. Have a great summer. <laughs> Christmas. You are GR-8. TTYL Alright, thank you for listening Isn't Clint just A little cutie pie (laughs) Later guys, bye